1: Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. This week, I am so excited because we have a fantastic question that was submitted in my weekly Instagram Sunday, good old Q&A. And when Libby submitted this, I was like, oh my God, yes, such a great podcast episode and something which I think so many people will benefit from. So absolutely, we're diving into this today. So what am I on about then? Well, first of all, thank you all so much for your huge, huge support with the Manifestation membership intake this January. The doors are closed now, so this is not a shameless plug, but I just wanted to say a huge, huge thank you. We had over 148 incredible spiritual kings and queens join us this intake, meaning we have over 250, oh my gosh, epic people in the membership now, which has been such a fun experience and so amazing to welcome so many incredible people into the membership so a big 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 thank you if you joined us and I really hope you are enjoying it so far and if you missed out do not worry um the doors will open in May and September or I think we're doing it in April I'm sure we've moved it forward a month actually because we're launching something else in May so I think i'm certain i think i'm certain it's the doors will be open again in april so <laughs> just listen out i will you know all the information's on the website you can go and um join the waitlist um, and find out more information and obviously i will let you know as soon as the doors are open but i am so excited to guide all these incredible souls over the next few months and hopefully many years together Anyway, shall we get started? So (laughs) Libby submitted the question of how do you get over the fear of success? Loved this question and it really made me go deep with my own relationship with success, where I feel I've had blocks of this and where I see common blocks and fears with clients and followers and, you know, all sorts of people I've spoken to over the years, even my peers, for example. So I really want to share with you today some fantastic tips and tools and questions that you can ask yourself to determine why you may have a fear of success, why we even have a fear of success, because it sounds kind of mad, right, (laughs) that we would fear good things happening to us, right? So I want to dive into that with you today and share my best tools and practices to help you to identify where that's coming from, how to release it, and how to embrace success as a whole really. So thank you Libby for your epic question and I hope this podcast is going to answer it for you. So I want to start off first of all by diving in and asking you to look what's really underneath that fear of success because really we don't have a fear of success because if we look at what success is, success is good things right positive things and I don't just want to address this podcast to entrepreneurs or people who run a business or people who do what I do because success can mean anything and I mean absolutely anything to anybody success could be success in feeling happy within yourself success could look like what I do or you know publishing a book or having a successful business or you know growing your platforms success could look like a successful relationship a healthy relationship there are no limits to what your success can mean when you're listening to this podcast or even in life so I really want you again this is like a second point I've written some bullet points because I was like don't waffle on Emma like there are so many good points that came through to me in the shower last night I wrote them all down (laughs) so I didn't forget them and also I could have like more structure to what I was sharing so another point of of this is to identify what your version of success is and actually what's underneath that. Like, are you chasing, well, not chasing, but are you working towards the right aligned version of success for you? Hence why I wrote the whole goddamn book, Positively Wealthy. If you haven't read my best-selling and amazing ass book, Positively Wealthy, and you're listening to this podcast and you're like, yes, 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 this is me. That book is your best friend. Positively Wealthy came through, and I wrote that book in 2019, and well, 2018, 2019. And it was at a time in my life where I'd manifested everything off my vision board, which is an incredible problem to have, right? (laughs) I'd manifested everything that I'd put on my vision board in 2016. I'd, you know, manifested a relationship, I'd manifested money, career success, a lovely home to live in, like literally everything. Um, I didn't manifest a car at that point because I hadn't passed my test, but basically like everything that I wanted at that point in my life, basically. and it was a really conflicting time for me because, and I share this story in Positively Wealthy and when I've spoken about this before, that selling my couponing business, my previous business was the final manifestation of my vision board, the final thing before I had it all right. And when the money hit my bank account, I, you know, I'd felt how I'd felt for a long time, but when that life-changing money hit my bank account, And then I transferred it to my savings and I transferred it to different investments and, you know, about a 10 minute process to transfer it everywhere. So it wasn't sat in my current account. Um, I was then sat with the same amount of money in my current account as I had 10 minutes previously. And I realised that I was fucking miserable. (laughs) And I was literally like, right, okay. So you have all these things, you have a book deal, Oh no, I didn't have a book deal at that point, did I? I had a book deal. Yeah, I had a book deal, my hybrid publishing book deal because I hadn't run Positively Wealthy yet. So I didn't quite have a book deal yet with the traditional publisher. But you know, I had a book deal. I had everything that I'd ever wanted and felt so unhappy. And I was like, well, this is not what Rhonda Byrne sold us. This was not the plan, Emma. So that really is what spurred me on to identifying what my version of wealth is, what my version of success is, and realising that I had followed this version of wealth that society had told me was wealth, i.e. career success, validation, book deals, money, whatever, like career purpose success, when actually the personal life, how I felt within myself, was a shit show to say politely and looked very different to how I wanted it to look and feel, right? So I realized that my version of wealth was not my career, was not money at all. And that no matter how much money I had, I was not getting happier. Um, And it always makes me laugh when people say, Like, oh, but money does make you happy. And I'm like, (laughs) you manifest all your financial goals and you come back and tell me whether you feel any different because I said, I am willing to bet all the money that I have that you won't. So um, it always makes me laugh when people say that because although money and like career success genuinely can be someone's version of wealth 100%, like it doesn't just have to look like mine and mine doesn't have to look like everybody else's. Every single person will have a different focus a different priority a different version of wealth and success but it's making sure that's aligned for you and knowing that nothing that you manifest will ever make you happy and that is such a weighty term right I bet people are listening to this like what on earth like Emma you're meant to be a manifestation expert or teacher and you're saying that Yes, because I have come to learn through myself, my own experiences from clients, through peers, through everybody I talk to manifestation about over the years. No amount of manifestations will make you happy if you are not working on the inner fulfillment within yourself. Manifesting is not about getting things to fulfill yourself. Manifesting is not about bringing things into your life to make yourself feel happy. Manifestation, manifesting law of attraction is about fulfilling yourself first so that you are happy, you are positive, you are grateful, you feel good. And then anything that you manifest into your life is a freaking bonus, is the cherry on top of the cake. They are not designed to fill a void, which I definitely, you know, and again, this is no fault of anybody's, it's no fault of my own, it's no fault of anybody who feels this like how I did, because this is how a lot of old school teachings are taught. It's very much like, it pulls on the ego, it pulls on the kind of like egotistical side of things where it's like, oh, look at all the things you can get for free and you don't have to do anything. And the ego is like, hell yes, sign me up to this. I feel like rubbish. I hate my life. I don't like where I am right now give me money, give me cars, give me relationships, give me houses. And then when you get on the spiritual path and you realise your blocks, you realise the fears and why you might be blocking that manifestation, then you come to realise that the spiritual journey is so much deeper. The law of attraction journey is so much deeper where it's an inner, an inner peace journey where you come home to yourself and drop the ego and drop these like, I think things are going to fix myself and actually like heal and fix yourself in whatever way feels. Right to you to feel generally happy, to feel genuinely aligned, to genuinely and sustainably manifest the things that you really want. So look what's underneath that. You don't have a fear of success you might have a fear of loss. You might have a fear of rejection. You might have a fear of something else, but nobody has a fear of good things happening to them. They have a self-sabotaging fear or belief of something else. And I can speak from total experience here of, I don't think I've ever sat there and had a fear of success in work. I feel like there's and i feel like and again i'm reading denise duffield thomas's get rich lucky bitch book at the moment where um, a couple of us in the membership are reading it all together because it's been on my list for a while and i was like to like this month january is the month so loving it so far fantastic book great for money mindset um and i've actually never read denise's work before she came on the podcast a few years ago um but i didn't actually realize how into law of attraction she is um and how actually a lot of our money work actually really aligns so i was like i do that oh my god. I teach that oh my god that's epic that we really think aligned in these ways and I'm still learning so much as well from that book so it's always great to see things in a different perspective from a different person shared in a different way right so loving that book anyway in that book and I remember Francesca Amber telling me this numerous times when we've spoken over the last few months that in that book it talks about new level new devil and I finally get it of like I have always thought like, you know, oh my God, I have like a fantastic money mindset. I always have like, hence why I write about money, hence why I've released money books and journals. Um, But last year, like end of last year, I was like, ooh, money block. Hello, where have you come from? And I thought, well, like, well, why wasn't that there before? But I realised, new level, new devil. And actually, when I really thought about in the shower of all places last night, this podcast episode and what I wanted to talk about with success, I realised that although I haven't had like a crippling fear of like being seen or like turning up online or a fear of success or even a fear of money, like whatever you're defining success as, personal life, yeah i still have to work through that so like as my relationship with my boyfriend has grown and developed and flourished i have absolutely had to witness my fear of it going right and what a weird thing to have to work through because it kind of seems like hmm well now i've got everything that i want and another point that i've written down is like getting what you want is petrifying it's so scary and people often come to me and say like emma i'm manifesting everything that i've ever wanted and i'm so scared I am so like freaking out. And I talk about this a lot. When you manifest your desire, you have that kind of, maybe not always, but a lot of the time for me, and I know for a lot of other people, you have this kind of like period afterwards where you're like freaking out a little bit and you're like, oh shit, I've manifested that. Oh my God, it's here, right? what am I doing? What are we doing? It reminds me of that scene from the office, that clip um, of the American office where it's like, everybody calm down, what's the procedure? What's the, like, that is what happens (laughs) when you're like, um shit right now yeah now it's here what do i do What, what what what's the protocol what's the plan so this is so normal please let me tell you but even in my um you know example there of like the fear of it going right in my relationship um, because believe me, I've experienced the opposite many times in my life. I have to witness that I don't have a fear of things going well, because that's ridiculous. I have a fear of loss. I have a fear of commitment. And realizing that over the years through my hurt healing heal journey and in therapy was so huge for me, because then it made sense of everything that I had ever experienced in my life. So we don't have a fear of things going well. We have a f- fear of something going wrong of the pressures and the responsibility and like what we have to realize is new levels of our life new seasons new upgrades new levels of success will come with different responsibilities will come with different pressures but what we're fearing is that responsibility what we're fearing is that pressure of well if i manifested that much money like am I gonna be responsible enough of that money? Am I gonna keep that money? Am I gonna look after it and grow it? Or will I like, you know, frivolously throw it away or spend it. If it's like a level in success in business, well, what happens at that point? There's more collateral damage, there's more like pressure, there's more like things that could go wrong and then you have to like run a team. And then it's like, how do you manage the demand? How Like we could literally sit here and worst case everything of what could happen in everybody's situation listening to this podcast of what could go right. And I think it's, again, just realizing that new level, new devil and realizing that every single season of your life will hold different lessons. And for me, I never expected it to be fearing things going well in a relationship, but here I am, right? And it's something that I'm so conscious of and witness and really sit with, because I'm like, that's all it is, Emma. That is all it is. It's not a fear of it going well, because that's ridiculous. It's a fear of like what happened in the past, happening again and like, don't get your hopes up just in case, like that's what it is. And I think, you know, with my manifesting practice and how I feel about manifesting, like for me specifically, I definitely do have more of a relaxed approach now where I'm like, you don't need to worry about that. That's not happening right now. You're here, you're happy, all is well, like get present, get back in the now. So there's always that relaxed approach to it. But I'm also very conscious of that new level, new that comes up and absolutely it's come up in the relationship for me like in terms of how I felt about oh okay like things are getting serious things are progressing okay oh there we go there's that block there's that fear so getting what you want is scary because then we have those expectations of it or we fear the pressures and I remember when I manifested Luna my dog my gorgeous little Dachshund. Um, You know, the reason why I didn't get a dog for so long or even attempt to manifest that was because of the responsibility and pressure of like, I don't wanna do that by myself. Like I want to, you know, have a partner who's gonna help me to raise her because hell, I don't know how to raise a dog, but like I've never done that before. Um, and you know, like I had all these like things that I thought needed to happen in order to have Luna in my life and make it sustainable. And the universe was like, hell no, the Dogs come in first, and the dog brings the man in. And I remember George, my best friend George Lizos, telling me that. And I was like, You, I was like, Absolutely not. I was like, George, I'm still renting. That's ridiculous. Like, having a dog while you're renting is so, so stupid and so, so like not a good thing to do. Like, I don't have time to like raise a dog by myself and the training. Like, I wouldn't even know where to start. And the universe was like, yeah, tough, it's coming. There you go. Here's your books, prepare, it's coming, it's happening. And obviously it felt so natural. And the time was then created and I took time off work. And ironically, I met my boyfriend a day after Luna was born on Valentine's Day. So she's my little Valentine's. Uh, But obviously I didn't know she was born at that point because I didn't, you know, didn't know about her at that point. I was looking at another um, dog and breeder at that point. So... it's crazy when I look back at the synchronicities and how it all came together. And like literally so many psychics, like even now when she's been in my life for two years nearly have said like, she called him in. Like she was bringing that man with her. She was calling her dad in like, dad, it's game time. Let's go. Um, So, you know, obviously in hindsight, I didn't know any of that stuff at the time, although George did say it and Hannah said it as well. You know, you are like, well, still I don't want to raise a dog by myself that's a lot of pressure a lot of responsibility so I was very practical about it well that person's not here yet so I still have to you know raise Luna here and now um and then like when Luna came home in the April um me and my boyfriend started dating so like literally he's been in her life since she was 12 weeks old so there was only literally like a four week period where obviously I had my friends and my parents and my best friends helping me um that you know I had to learn the ropes by myself so I'm incredibly grateful but look at that not from like oh that's a really happy story Emma but look at it I mean it is but still look at it from that perspective of Emma had no idea how she was gonna do any of that stuff, the pressures and responsibilities that she talked herself into. And don't get me wrong, like they were valid. Like I am not sitting here being like, oh, I totally like overestimated it. Um, You know, like it was actually a lot easier. No, I think it was actually a lot harder than what I thought it was, especially the training, especially the behavioral side of things. You just can't predict it. You don't know what like, um, you know, behavior of dog you're gonna get you don't know what their temperament's gonna be like you can't predict any of that stuff so for me I set that intention I it happened when I really didn't think it was gonna happen it was happening whether I liked it or not um she was coming through with force and you know the universe stepped up and was like You don't have to do it by yourself. Of course we're gonna support you. So I didn't then have to panic. So these are just like some really random examples from different areas and different things in my life that I'm sharing with you because you can see that although I had that fear of success of having the dog of, you know, whatever it is in business, the relationship, you still do it. They're still in my life. I'm still here. Like nothing's left. Nothing's gone wrong. I'm just learning every single day, every single week. I'm breaking through those blocks. I'm breaking through any beliefs that come up. Like I was so shocked when a money block came up at the end of last year. I was like, what, where have you been? But. I'm thankful for that because then I'm like right now I'm working through that and I'm like thank god I am because look at the up leveling look at the growth look at the incredible stuff that has come through since doing that so what we're really fearing is responsibility and pressure and you know it's just like with a child like again a dog a child I know it's very different but kind of similar like those things are valid pressures and responsibilities like I am responsible for Luna. I can't just not look after her. Like, I am her responsible legal guardian, parent, dog, mom, whatever you want to call me. Um, so there are responsibilities and pressures, but ultimately like I wouldn't change it for the world and I wouldn't change my business responsibilities for the world because now I'm in a fantastic position where I have a kick-ass incredible team who help me thrive, who help me make this a success. I don't have to do it by myself anymore. So I think again, we have that fear of pressure and responsibility because we think we have to do everything and some of the time that's true of course in the beginning for me in my business again living by myself before my boyfriend came into my life I did have to raise Luna primarily by myself but I did it. And I got through it and I learned so much from those experiences and I prioritized the time. I prioritized whatever needed to happen in those seasons of my life because it was a new level, new devil. And, you know, those upgrades that have happened, that up-leveling that has happened, it's all felt so natural. Although at times, you know, like I remember in the first few weeks of having Luna, I was like, oh my God, is this what like newborn mums feel like? Like, I am so tired. Like, I can't, I don't even know where anything is right now. <laughs> like, and of course you get into a routine and things even out. And I think, again, it's like that disruption to routine. Um, I see it in Luna, I see it in myself being a Virgo. When my routine is disrupted, it feels so chaotic because I'm like, oh my god, who am I? Where am I? What am I doing? But with anything, with new money, new level of success, new growth in the business, new relationship, with everything working out, like how would you, um, you know, navigate it going right and getting what you want? The universe will step up and support you. I hope these examples are showing you of that. The universe will step up and support you. The universe will step up and up level you in a way where you have the time, you have the focus and you have the knowledge to be able to navigate that. You will have the support, whether that's from a team, whether that's from a financial advisor, whether that's from a partner, whether that's from a dog, whatever, like the support does come there. Now, why do I feel I've not had a fear of success attitude with work? Now, this is gonna seem really weird and I wanna explain it and it's because none of it matters. And you may think like, oh my God, how on earth can Emma say that none of this matters? Like, why am I listening to a podcast? Why am I here if none of it matters? Let me just say, I am obviously so grateful for every platform that I have, for every single listener On this podcast, for all of you gorgeous souls, for of course being here supporting me and you know being my ride or dies in and out every single day. Like, I am so grateful for the opportunities, the abundance, and everything that I get to do on a daily basis. I feel so incredibly blessed to have this as my job and I often cry <laughs> like express gratitude at how like amazing it feels and how great this feels now. Absolutely. So yes it, I care. Yes I am absolutely passionate and I'm so grateful that I have all of this and I'm able to do all of this but I don't place anything on validation. So I don't care how many followers I have. I don't care if I have a blue tick. I don't care how much money is in the bank. I don't care how many book deals I have. I don't care, um, gosh, what other things, like awards or, do you know what I mean? Like validate, I don't care about any of that. I don't care if I get another book deal. I don't care. Now that's easy for me to say because I have, Those things, right? I have money in my business. I have a successful business. I have book deals. You know, like if you'd asked me that six years ago when I first started this business, nearly seven years ago, like, does none of it matter? I'd be like, of course, all of it matters. I want all of those things. All of those things are what I should be like working towards. But I think from achieving them and from really evaluating how I'm manifesting and what energy I really want to sit in, of course, those things are important to me. Like, not necessarily like I have to have those things it's not like I have to have them but it's a case of like I'm realising now that I have some of those things or most of those things that I don't need those things like that's not what this is for me at all so when you take away the pressure and you take away I guess when we look at success the validation of it so again like with the relationship example I'm learning to take away the pressure of none of it matters marriage engagement commitment well maybe not commitment but like marriage and like you know all those things and seasons in life we have with relationships if we choose to have those things children etc well again i'm going to take children out of the equation because this is not going to make sense with the analogy i give you but we'll talk about like those big things in life you know the validation moments the success moments the i've made it moments the engagements the graduations the awards the matters marriages, all of it. When we're up in spirit, none of these things exist. Like if I was to literally say to like, I don't know, like interview my higher self or like interview the angels or like, do you know what I mean? Like get them on the podcast here. They'd be like, Emma, blue ticks don't exist. Instagram does not exist up here. Like, yeah, you can... I mean, it's interesting. Do you know what I asked myself the other day? I was like, I wonder if we do have relationships up in spirit. Like, obviously we have our soul family, but like, do we just have like a fam? Are we all like friends? Or like, do we have relationships up there? Great question. If anybody knows, let me know. Um, I asked myself that and I thought, oh, this is, <laughs> this is tying into what I'm saying. But um, you know, up there, like none of this matters. Like up there, whether you have a thousand followers or 5 million followers, nobody cares because guess what none of those things exist we here on human earth are experiencing those things and those things here mean a lot to us as a human being but our soul knows that when we die and i i always remember saying this i wrote this in positively wealthy um my web designer joe lovely friend of mine for many years now um he was having some like a moment in his life where he was like, what the heck am I doing? Like, who am I? And he was chasing all this external validation of like having all these successful businesses and like earning loads of money. And he was like, I'm miserable. And I said, Joe, what do you want written on your gravestone when you die? He was like, I want like loving husband, loving father. And I said, right. Are you those things now? Like, are you, do you feel that that's you now? And he was like, no, because all my energy goes to work. It goes to the money, the business. And that was a really big pivotal point for him. And I said to him, Joe, no no amount of like couches, TVs, supercars, anything that you buy is gonna be on your headstone. And I said, your bank balance ain't gonna be on there. Your follower count's not gonna be on there. It means absolutely nothing. And I also say to people who come to my coaching sessions, I'm like, you know, what was if Instagram was deleted tomorrow? None of us would have a following. None of us would have a community. That's why we have to build communities on multiple platforms, not to pigeonhole ourselves and have that happen, but also none of it matters. None of it, like yes to a degree, like I absolutely care that I have a beautiful community and like all these incredible like you guys that I can talk to every single day, like that brings me so much joy, but like I'm not placing validation on it because what's the point? What is the point? When you're putting an egotistical value on it of like, well, I have 100K followers. No, I have 100,000 on Instagram beautiful people who choose to follow me and who i love so much and we have a great whale of a time together and that's what matters that we have the best time ever in this earth experience that's what matters not that like do you know what i mean it's it's dropping that ego side of things because none of it matters so You've got a few different aspects to look at here. You've got the responsibilities and the pressures of what that new level, that new season will bring, that manifestation and getting exactly what you want because that is scary sometimes. And you have to really work through that block if you're feeling that of why, of what you're fearing losing, what you're feeling will happen, what you're fearing will happen, sorry. And then you need to drop into that none of it matters attitude, especially with business. Like I say to any single person who comes to me and is like, like, I want to manifest a six-figure business. I said, no, you don't. And I said, if you want to work with me, you have to drop that goal. And I said, there's nothing wrong with wanting to earn that level of money. Like, I'm going to support that. Like, hell to the yes, I earn that myself, right? So there's nothing wrong with wanting that money, but stop manifesting a six-figure business because, like... There's no deep manifestation with that. You're missing the whole goddamn point here because money does not matter. Money does not exist. What you want to manifest is a heart-centered, aligned AF business that your programs, your offerings, your coaching, memberships, whatever, books, whatever, is impacting people and bringing joy into their life like making you know helping people to feel happy helping people to manifest helping people to change their lives in the most positive way that is what you should always aim for the feeling and the impact and the end goal not money not followers not any of this bullshit that doesn't actually exist obviously exists in our human experience. Like, I'm very aware of that. (laughs) Money, you know, is a very helpful tool and asset to have in this world. Social media, a very helpful tool and asset. I don't hate it at all. I love both of them. And I think both of them have such an incredible power in our life for positive but we need to stop placing our value of success or our validation on things that literally don't matter. Because if you earn a six-figure business, if like, say someone manifested that six-figure business and they were hustling, hardworking, burnt out, exhausted, manifesting clients that weren't aligned, that didn't feel good, that was stressful, why on earth would you want that as a six-figure business? What you want to manifest is like, positive aligned stuff of you feeling like so happy and joyful in your business, like your business actually helping people. Because is that not why we start these businesses? Is that not why we want to be a coach or why we want to write books? Because we want to serve, because we want to help people. So even if you know you're not a coach or you've not got a business in this sense i hope this is making sense to how you know you shouldn't focus well again everybody's version of success is going to be different i don't want to say you shouldn't focus on this or you shouldn't focus on that because for some people like you know even for me i am actually focusing on a money goal right now so that would be incredibly hypocritical for me to say but that's because for the last year and a half i have done this work i have done the alignment work of dropping these ridiculous goals and being like, actually, what is the true goal here? What is the true level of success? And again, moving this quickly onto when we reach those levels of success, you will never reach a place where you think, oh, that's it, I've made it, all is well, put my feet up, let's chill, let's go. You will then be like, what's the next thing to manifest? What can I do next? Oh, actually, now I have this goal to birth another book, to launch this, to do this, travel here like you are never going to reach a level where you stop but you are going to reach a new level new devil and then be like right here's another thing like I want to work towards or here's another thing that I want to manifest so me and my friend George talk about this a lot we've had moments like I remember like last year especially like this year like we have both had moments where we're like oh my god like I think this is my moment where I feel like I've made it and then something else will happen and I feel like I'm saying it like every six months and I'm like well at what point did I make it at what does making it mean what what do I value as making it right so I think we have to really drop that ideology of like what what it means to make it because we are still gonna experience his lessons, challenges, blessings, everything for the rest of our life until our last breath. So instead of focusing on the validation of what we deem as successful or what we deem as a success, like, I wanna know how many smiles on faces you've put. I don't wanna know how much money you've made, although that really excites me too. I wanna know how, like, how many smiles you've put on people's faces, how many lives that you've positively impacted. Again, that doesn't have to be as a coach. That could be like, I literally, like when I travel or do anything, like I talk to the most random people and like we will just share the most random stories. I'm always chatty because I will learn stuff from so many people and, just love chatting and getting to know people. So like, you could even be that person in your community where you don't get paid for it. It's not like a full-time business. You have a purpose, you have a job, you have a career, but actually just the way that you bring your light to people is impactful. And again, you know, it's not about like, your success has to look a certain way. This is your journey, your definition of success. And remembering that nothing you manifest will ever make you happy. That you have to fulfill yourself and you have to drop any of these goals or fears or anything that feeds into the ego of what validation, success, or anything of this looks like to then really drop into that heart-centered aligned goal, to really drop into that manifestation, which feels so good to the nervous system, that serves, that is impactful to the collective too so I always say to people like when you're setting goals how will your manifestation impact the collective too positively like and with money it's really easy because then you know if you're buying something from some tradesmen, if you're like up doing your house or, you know, like you're buying from a business, like that is gonna have a knock on ripple effect on like the money that then trickles down to that person that they're manifesting. And that's gonna help to feed them, support their family. And you're helping to support a small business or a local tradesperson. you get the drift. So again, how can your manifestations positively impact the collective? So if you're like, I wanna manifest a six figure business, well, that is gonna benefit you, yes, But like, is that really the goal? Or is the goal to have like, you know, like 200, 300 amazing, like heart-centered people in your offering or your course or whatever? And you have this beautiful community that support each other that feels so good and you do the most fun things together. And every single day in work feels like fun. It doesn't feel like work. Would that not be the goal? Like, because then you think of the knock-on effect that the people in your community, the people in your course, the people in whatever is going to have from being in that you know so it's really about looking at way bigger than us of how our goals and manifestations positively impact the collective as well and look at why we want those things so when you realise that you're never gonna reach that point of, I've made it, oh my God, I have no fears, everything's great, of course, you know, with the amount of inner work I've done over the years, the healing, the therapy, it gets easier, you know, new levels get easier, I feel more abundant, I experience more abundance, I experience more ease, but that doesn't mean that that's the only thing I experience, I still experience the human life, I still experience the human emotions and the challenges that come with that new level as well. So we really have to. To redefine how we see success and what we see fear of success as, because we are not fearing good things happening to us. That is, that just doesn't make sense on any level. We're actually fearing something much deeper, which is underneath it, that we have to identify in order to realise, why am I self-sabotaging here? Why do I want to self-sabotage maybe even like, why do I fear things going my way? When did they not go my way? When did I not have a good experience of money or a relationship or a business or whatever it is? Why would I fear losing this all? What is underneath that? And when you really ask yourself that question, you will get to such a good place where you can then release that because you've done half the work, you've identified it, right? So Hurt Healing Healed, my third book, is gonna be your best friend with that. Pick up a copy, it is, fricking incredible and I if I do say so myself because it'll help you to identify what's underneath that. It will help to identify any blocks or beliefs and help you to lovingly release those with all the tools and methods in the book um, which is designed to guide you through the whole journey, not just halfway, the whole journey to that healed stage of abundance of experiencing the ease and the peace that you want to feel around achieving your goals around achieving success because you'll be manifesting from a totally different space at that point and you know with every stage i know i've mentioned on this quickly but every stage of life you'll have something to work on like I wish I could sit here and say like, oh yes, like, (laughs) you know, I reached these new levels and nope, nothing's a problem. But like that money block got me by surprise because I was like, how interesting that at that other level that I was at and that stagnant level I was at for a while that I kept trying to push through, break through. Oh my God, I did everything for a good year and a half. And I finally got it. I finally got the lessons. I finally got what I was meant to be working on and embodying to reach that new level. And then I was like, right. And that belief has kept you blocked. And look what happens when you don't have that belief anymore. Look what happens when you work on that. And look what happens when you are ready to step into that new level. So divine timing absolutely plays an impact on this as well of our you know, fear of failure, fear of success, up-leveling, next steps, like, We have to be energetically ready to step into those shoes, step into that next level, step into that up-leveled abundance, right? And so trust the timing of your life, trust the timing of your life. And I'm gonna finish off this podcast with a quote that sits above my work desk that I've read once out before and now feels like the perfect time to read out again. You don't always need a plan. Sometimes you just need to breathe, trust, let go and see what happens. A men to that. In my business, I've never had a plan. I've never had a five, 10 year plan. People think I'm mad. And, but every single, and I know so many people who are like this as well, where I'm like, no, I feel into what feels good. My business is shifting and growing and evolving with me as I grow and evolve. So why on earth would I wanna be rigid with that plan? Of course, you know, I have like a a year plan of like how this year is gonna plan out, but every single person on this planet is winging it. In business, in life, in relationships, in money, We are all winging it. So rewrite the belief of the fear of success because we don't have a fear of things going well. We don't have a fear of stepping into the up-leveled version of ourselves. We have a fear of responsibility and pressures and the expectations that come at that new level. We might have a fear of rejection, a fear of loss, a fear of failure. So whatever it is, Get Hurt Healing Heal That help you to identify that, but whatever you can identify that's underneath that, that's what you need to work on because the universe is probably laughing at us right now like a fear of things going right well that's a new one like oh no they're all fearing things going well for them down there like a fear of success is not the real core thing it's the surface level thing that we think is a thing when actually underneath it's going to be different for everybody and it's going to be a different core belief that impacts us and is stopping us and believe me like that again I'm not I'm not going to call it a fear of success because it really wasn't but I I guess like that block I had of really up leveling and stepping into this new abundant season I was trying everything like it's not like I was there like whatevs like I'm just gonna sit here and wait for it to pass definitely not like I was the ever so productive Virgo doing it doing the tasks doing the inner work but again it had to happen how it was meant to happen and finally as I got to that place where I got the lessons and I you know was really ill over um, Christmas and New Year as you guys know and over January and all of that was purging yes first and foremost purging old energy purging old beliefs um but and obviously illness as well but um you know that purge like really showed me so much of how much density I was holding on to like how much I had clung on to that old level of my life out of comfort out of safety out of well it's easy it works but now I'm like in it, I'm like, oh my God, it's so much easier in this level because like <laughs> the support is there. And again, I didn't think the support was gonna be there. And that's probably why I held back for so long. Yet once again, especially in the business, the support that stepped up, that met me, that I manifested like sweet spot, chef's kiss, held to the yes. So even like this recent like up leveling and recent shift and recent like, Upgrade next level, whatever you want to call it. Once again, just like with the lunar example the support was there. I didn't have to worry, the universe has my back. The universe stepped up and was like, right, here we go, it's go time, let's go. So imagine like Luna, (laughs) you can imagine your own dog or whatever. Like Luna was like, it's game time, mum, let's go. Like we are ready to go, the support is coming in, dad's coming in, like it is time to go. This is the universe. And this is what it got to at the end of last year where I was like, I am so ready to go. I'm so ready to like up level, do this. The clarity is coming through finally. I'm getting it, I'm understanding it. And the support was there. I didn't even have to, obviously I need to advertise roles and, you know, do some admin, of course, to hire these people, Um, but they, came to me with ease it was not a hard process it was not like grueling it was with ease so again the support comes with ease when you step up into that new level fearlessly but it it takes confidence right but I always say big leaps bring big rewards and I found in my life and so many people's lives where they've shared their stories to me here on this podcast peers followers clients whatever when you take that big leap of faith and you're like i'm ready let's go it's game time like you will be so shocked how you are met financially how you're met with support how you're met with like that was easy like that ease and that peace right so I hope this, we've spoken about lots of different levels and different aspects and facets to all of this. So I really hope this podcast has helped you Libby and helped anybody else listening, of course, uh, you know, unpack their fear of success or the things going right. Like, you know, it, it seems confusing almost to me that I would never have that in business, but then like you would have a fear of success in a relationship. Like, believe me, I sat there like, how does that even make sense, Emma? But it does, of course it does. When I I looked underneath that and looked at what was actually below it, underneath it and at the root of it. So this podcast is for anybody, not just a business owner, not just someone who has a fear of success in business or life or whatever. Like there is so many ways that we have a quote unquote fear of success or fear of things going right and how we self-sabotage it how people don't talk about that it is actually scary when you get your manifestation and actually the responsibilities and pressures of things can be the very things that we're fearing right so i really hope this has helped you hurt healing healed will be your perfect best friend moving forwards to help you support help and support you you know through your healing journey with releasing what's underneath that but let me know your thoughts let me. You know what you've experienced, you know, new level, new devil. Do you agree? Do you find that throughout life that you've reached new levels where new things have come in and you're now having to tackle these new beliefs? Or, you know, like with my money belief, I was like, what? Like, how can I just suddenly have that? So, again, new level, new devil, but with every new level brings. <laughs> I don't wanna say devil, but like brings a lesson, brings a beautiful opportunity to expand and grow into this season of your life. So you have nothing to worry about. be more worried about not reaching that level be more worried about like you know holding yourself back getting stagnant and blocking yourself in that in that way but i'm sending you all so much love um i hope this podcast has really helped you let me know your thoughts over on instagram at i am emma mumford or in my free law of attraction support group i'd love to hear your thoughts and what your biggest takeaway from today today is so thank you so much gorgeous souls for listening i truly appreciate all your views and listens don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because i'd love love to see you again soon don't forget you can also join my free law of attraction support group over on facebook where i can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality and i hope you have a fantastic week whatever you are up to i will see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week lots of love